Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, August 16th, and uh, we're so thankful to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. Uh, We welcome those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, and those that are watching on Facebook, those listening on the podcast, and then those who are tuning in on our radio app. We welcome all of you, and we're so thankful to have you with us today. Today is an exciting day for our church and for our ministry. It's the opening day of Victory Christian Academy, and we have prayed for years now that God would show us, that God would direct us, and God would work everything out, and He has done that, and we're thankful that today, uh, this morning, we had opening day uh, for Victory Christian Academy. I hope you pray for our school. I hope you pray for all of our schools in our area, and pray for all of our teachers, all of our students. Uh, Pray for all the bus drivers. You know, pray for safety for all of the folks that are in our Uh, education system, that God would bless them, protect them, pray for uh, health and and safety and pray for strength and pray for wisdom. And we're looking forward to this Sunday. Uh, We will have our back to school Sunday and we'll be recognizing and honoring all of the teachers that we have in our church. And we've got many uh, teachers and we're thankful for all of them. And I hope you'll pray for your child's teacher. Hope you'll encourage them. Uh, Don't let the first time you contact the teacher be it's negative. Hey, when the student comes back and there's some good news or good report or a good grade, you ought to contact that teacher and say, thank you for working with my student. Thank you for investing in their life. And I know that'll be a a much better way to start things off than with negative. And I hope you pray for them. Happy birthday yesterday, Sunday, to Destiny Dixon and Gabriel Higgins and Josie Wright. Happy anniversary yesterday to Mike and Ada Dixon. And also yesterday, happy anniversary to Dale and Donna Tillery. I hope you folks had a great day yesterday. And then today, happy birthday to Wanda Marshburn and Macy Price. And happy anniversary today to Hubert and Becky Allen and Tommy and Debbie Francis, and to Frank and Nicole Griffin. Hope you folks have a great day today, and may God richly bless you. Let's be in prayer for a great week. Pray for our missionaries. Pray for our country, and uh, let's uh, pray for one another. Uh, Think of somebody today that you can call or you can text, or you can write a note to, uh, to encourage somebody today. I promise you there are people all around us that need encouragement, and God could use you, and God could use me today to be uh, that voice of encouragement. I want you to hear a great song. Uh, The name of this song is, Take the World, But Give Me Jesus. You know, the scripture says, What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know, there's nothing in this world that's uh, more important than first finding salvation and knowing for sure that you're on your way to heaven. But then once you get saved, there's nothing greater in this life than knowing Jesus Christ and having a relationship with Him and a walk with Him and uh, and giving your life to say, I'm going to follow Jesus. Whatever God wants me to do, that's 
what I want to do. I want His will and uh, not my own. You enjoy this song. I hope you will. Take the world, but give me Jesus.
That's a great message in that song. I remember when I was a boy, I remember there was a group that came through our church and they did a, it's kind of like a drama. We didn't have many dramas, but it was a, a drama production. And they, they did uh, the story behind that song, Take the World, But Give Me Jesus. I'm reminded of that song uh, by George Beverly Shea. Uh, I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand uh, than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. And, uh, you know, you can have this old whole world, but just give me Jesus. And I hope that's your desire as well. Proverbs 13, we have seen uh, in this chapter, we have seen uh, our companions uh, choosing our friends. We've seen our children, the responsibility we have with our children and the responsibility that our children have to us. We've seen correction and how we ought to receive correction and we ought not to refuse it and despise it, but we ought to re receive it and, and accept it. Then we saw the commandment and, and we ought not to despise the commandment of the Lord, but we should hear it and heed it. And then we talked about our conversation, using our words uh, properly and using our words for that which is good. And then we talked uh, about contention on Friday and only by Pride cometh contention. I want to talk to you today about the word contentment. And boy, this is such an important word that uh, we, we need to all work on so much because we are bombarded every day with advertisements, uh, commercials, uh, billboards, uh, newspaper ads. And all of those say, you're not going to be happy unless you have this product. Well, friend, I want to tell you, things will never satisfy. Things will never bring real contentment. Uh, contentment is not in all the things you don't have, but contentment is found in the things that you do have. Being content, the Bible says, with such things as ye have. Verse 7, there is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. So well, how is that possible? How can you be rich, yet not have anything? And there is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. Well, here's the meaning. You can be rich in money, but not have the things that are really important. You can have all the money in the world and not have peace and not have happiness and not have joy and uh, not have a, a home. You can have the biggest house in all the world and not have a home. Uh, but riches are not in the things that you, you see and the things that you can touch. Uh, there's far greater riches. It's things that really matter, things that are eternal, things uh, that are priceless. The Bible says there is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. Uh, some of that, the, the richest people I've ever known had the least amount of money. You say, well, how is that possible? It's because they laid up for themselves treasures in heaven. I, I spoke about it last Wednesday night. Many of you uh, in our area, you knew uh, Rudolph Evans, who pastored the Lakeview Baptist Church from 1964 till 1995. And his wife, Ruth Evans, she just passed away about four years ago four or five years ago. It's hard to believe it's been that long. But Mrs. Evans, she was an amazing lady. Uh, she visited in the hospital. She visited the nursing home. She did so much for everybody, all that she could. She'd help others. Uh, she didn't have a lot of earthly goods. As a matter of fact, very few. But I don't know that I've ever met a richer woman than Ruth Evans. You know why? Because her riches were not down here. Her riches were laid up in heaven. Uh, her riches were in relationships and, and, and the people that she served and the God that she loved and the church that she helped to build. 
but may God help us to be content. The Bible says riches certainly make themselves wings and they fly away as an eagle toward heaven. Uh, can I tell you, money comes and money goes. Riches are not that which you should place all of the emphasis on, but rather on, 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 on heavenly treasures and heavenly riches. The Bible tells us that uh, we ought to be content. I said this in church, I believe it was also last Wednesday night, but the enemy of contentment is comparison. You know, you start looking at what everybody else has and you think, oh, I wish I had that job. I wish I had that car. I wish I had that house. I wish I had that boat. I wish I had that computer. I wish I had that TV. I wish I had, and by the way, you'll never ever be satisfied if you're always comparing with somebody else because somebody's always gonna have more. Uh, just be content with what God has given you. It's amazing how you have more appreciation for something when you work for it and you save for it. That'd be a good thing to teach our children, the importance of working and the importance of saving and uh, the value of, of money. Uh, we'll, we'll teach our girls, they'll work and they'll do a job around the house or whatever. It'd be hard work and when they get done with that job, maybe we'll give them a couple dollars and we say, now this is what you need to remember next time you go to the store and you wanna buy such and such, remember this was an hour's worth of work or this was an afternoon's worth of work. And so it helps children. Uh, by the way, it's important for us too. Uh, we don't always uh, get what we want when we want it. Sometimes we have to wait and be patient and save and work for something. M Brother Mickey Whitby was just such a, a sweet man in our church. He and his wife uh, passed away a few years ago. But I remember getting to talk with Brother Mickey and uh, Miss uh, Myrtle. And uh, I remember going over to their house and we were talking. And Mickey was telling me about when he and his wife, when they got married, uh, they didn't have a car. And he said, you know, Pastor, he said, I just walk to work or I'd, I'd get a ride or if I needed to go somewhere, I'd borrow a car or ride a bus or I'd do something. But you know what? He was content. And you say, oh, how could you operate without a car? How could you operate without this or that? Well, you realize there's more to life than stuff. Uh, we have a generation that we are maxing out credit cards, it seems like, and we're buying things that we cannot afford in order to uh, impress people that we don't even like. Can I tell you, you don't have to keep up with the next guy. You just have to be content with what God has given you. One reason people are missing out on the blessing of giving is because people are so buried in debt. You get into debt and you say, oh, I can't afford to give. I can't afford to tithe or I can't give to missions or I can't do this. Well, first of all, the tithe belongs to God anyway. But if we would get ourselves out of debt, we'd have so much more freedom. We'd have so much more liberty to be able to do more uh, for the work of God and to do more for others. Uh, watch out for the traps of Facebook and watch out for the traps of social media. Uh, you think you have to keep up with everybody else, but the Bible doesn't command us to keep up with anybody. It just gives the command to be content. Verse number 25 in Proverbs 13, the Bible says, The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul but the belly of the wicked shall want. The Bible tells us that godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. That's a good reminder, is it not? That when we came into this world, we didn't have anything. And when we leave this world, we're not taking anything with us. That's why Matthew says to lay up for yourselves, Jesus said it, but it's recorded in Matthew, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. How come? Because when we die, we don't take our treasures with us, but we can send them ahead and we can lay up and we can make investments in that which is eternal. I hope we'll work on being content today. Be thankful for all that God has given you and thank Him and praise Him 
for his goodness. Hope you have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Hope it was helped to you. We'll be back tomorrow with another broadcast of The Winning Side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.